Hello and welcome to Burning the Backlog. You're here with Harley and Ted. And on today's episode, we're uh, it's going to be all about survival, uh, survival games. Uh, Nintendo coming, you know, coming back from from financial dismay, I guess you could say, or just being third for so long. And uh, and then we're gonna see. We're gonna talk about if the DC EU can uh, survive. Yeah, and uh, you know, in this movie climate, you know, with all these like Marvel movies and big hitters like that. Um, but anyway, huh? smaller list of big hitters. Yeah, not really doing too They're... great in general. But all right, but Wonder Woman was okay. <laughs> okay, so um. We'll start with uh, the Switch. Nintendo Switch is doing really good. It's a really good system. Uh, Nintendo's killing it right now. Uh, they just hit... In December, they reported that they hit 10 million units. And, I mean, when you compare that to the Wii U, it only sold 13 million units in its entire lifespan. Came out in 2012, I believe? Um, somewhere around there, yeah. Yeah, um, so... It's really doing good right now. There's a lot of really big games coming out, uh, and they're estimating that it's going to hit 17 million by April, which would be only like a month after it came, or a month and a year after it came out. Okay, so it dropped in what, March last year? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it dropped March last year, I believe in March. Yeah, because like Zelda was a launch title, um, I believe. Um, yeah, I have I haven't had any uh, experience with the Switch yet. I oh yeah, yeah I have I haven't even touched it. Um, I think it's interesting that it uh, how they made it semi portable mm-hmm. or even more semi portable than the Wii U was. Oh yeah, well it's the entire system. Oh, it's a it's a full portable. Okay, so it doesn't even have like a box. It, the or, system is, it has a dock mm-hmm. that you plug into the TV and then you slide the system into it and then it plays on your TV and you have a controller that it comes okay. with. The little things on the sides, mm-hmm. you slide them off and then it comes with like this little like box thing that you slide it onto to use like a normal controller. And okay. You can also get a pro controller that's like just a regular full joysticks and everything. It okay. kind of has like the portable joysticks on it. Hmm. Like, kind of like little half joysticks. Leave it to Nintendo to always just make the most interesting yet complicated uh oh, you just like yeah well it's interesting like it does that but then it's still like more like a normal controller especially mm-hmm. compared to like the wii the wii yeah. u had like and i mean the wii u was okay it looks weird the game no, had, I, but, like, I, i'm just fun. commenting on their history of being a little um different alternative yeah uh that's we'll go with that um <laughs> Yeah, it's all, I don't know. Interesting but all, choices. Yeah, but I think even like the GameCube was like, it looks weird, but it like works really well if you actually use it. Yeah. Kind of a thing. Like, I always thought it was weird, but then I, you mm-hmm. know, I was playing it. Like, Soul Calibur, I think, honestly plays the best on that kind of controller. The GameCube? Yeah. Yeah, actually, I got I got really used to playing Soul Calibur 2, mm-hmm. like, um, on the GameCube controller, and then it was weird playing it on like an Xbox controller. It's yeah. really weird. Like, it just, yeah, it worked really well, surprisingly. And, but, where was I going? Okay, so back to the Switch, uh, mm. what I was talking about with that. But yeah, it's fully portable. You take it out of the, you slide the controllers in it, you pull it out, it's a portable. And where I was going with that was that Nintendo finally realized 
that, well, for one, portable dedicated portable gaming is dying. Mm-hmm. You know, their DS does really well, but that's the thing. Their their DS and like their you know their portables in general, the Game Boy and stuff, has really kept them afloat. Like in their like with like the Wii. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean the Wii U. The Wii did really well sales wise, but uh, the Wii U did terrible. Mm-hmm. So the DS kind of kept them, and the 3DS kind of kept them afloat during that. And so they finally realized they're just like, we'll just make our portable system our main system, because now they're going to be discontinuing the 3DS, or at least I, I don't think they've officially confirmed that. Like they haven't mm-hmm. said that they are, but everybody knows it's going to be, and then it's just going to be Switch, which also means we're going to get a mainline Pokemon game on the Switch. Finally. A mainline Pokemon game on a home system instead of a portable, which I, I'm kind of excited about. Okay. Well, I. What do you mean, like mainline Pokemon? Like like a main Pokemon game. Oh, it's okay. not like a weird side game, like an oh, okay. you know, like a Pokemon Red and Blue yeah. kind of a thing. Okay. You know, like I said, a main a main one. But with you know now with the now, power of an actual home yeah. system so, instead of a portable. Oh God, think of the graphics. Well, I mean, I guess it's it's technically a portable, but. I kind of want to see them turn Pokemon into like a, uh, just an open, uh, third person adventure game. Yeah. I mean, it would be cool. Some of the newer ones are more like mm-hmm. open, I guess. Yeah. I mean, there's still, I mean, there's still a Pokemon game, uh, but it's like, I, now they actually I'd have like, a like Poke- I want a Pokemon game that plays like the show does. Oh yeah. Where it's like you can get your Pokemon to like actually dodge the moves, you know. I think that's kind of like that Pokemon tournament. It's like that's a more like a fighting game. Well, yeah. I, I mean, like that's what the combat was. Did be you ever like, play think, Overlord? Though. A little bit, like that. You but, remember how you can give like the minions command uh, commands? Oh yeah. Have it be something like that. Yeah, Where that's you, not a bad idea. Or, you know, um, some kind of uh, quick time events, you know, to, mm-hmm. like, dodge and counter. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, that would be really awesome. I just, mm-hmm. the only thing about that is I'm pretty sure that, I don't know if that, I don't know if they would do it. I don't know if, I don't know if, like, the Pokemon company would take the risk. Or Game Freak, yeah. I believe. I don't know if they would do it. Maybe. It's an, in, it would, it's an interesting idea, and now they're, the hardware is there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just I want to, I want to see them branch out and do something. Oh yeah, I would new. love to see that. Definitely. I don't know if it. Like I said, I don't know if I don't know if they would. Mm-hmm. But I would definitely. I definitely agree. I would love to see something like that. Um. But yeah, so that's something I'm pretty excited mm-hmm. about. Uh, I I heard they were gonna make like a port of the the newer ones like Sun and Moon. I heard there was gonna be a port. I don't know if that happened or if that's gonna happen. Or if that was like, because I read about that a while ago. I think the upgraded versions already came out, like on the 3DS. Um, so I don't know if that's happening. But anyway, um, yeah, there's the the Wii U or Wii U. The Switch is doing pretty damn well. So now we're finally seeing like a lot of them are ports, and a lot of people are like, oh, all we're getting is ports on the Switch. But it's like it's doing so well that a lot of companies are just kind of dipping their feet with ports to it and they're mm. doing pretty well because isn't skyrim getting ported yeah skyrim's getting ported um of course so i, so, I heard oh, i was gonna say i think fall i heard <laughs> talked about fall 4 but i don't think that's actually happening or i could be wrong but i mean there is going to be like dark souls which people have been talking about for a long time a lot of people were talking about dark souls 3 mm. but uh, it's already been, it's 100% confirmed now that Dark Souls 1 is being remastered and ported to the Switch. 
and then I believe it's gonna it's one of those things where it's like if they do good then they'll port uh, mm -hmm. Dark Souls 2 and 3 and there's uh, Payday 2 is getting a port which is which is a pretty big game that's pretty yeah. popular a lot of people play that I so does this mean we're gonna be seeing uh, more third-party games come to Nintendo yeah that, that, that's the good thing that yeah. and that's gonna sell the switch a lot and everybody has that and the switch has that advantage over the PS4 mm -hmm. and the Xbox one that it's a portable so and you can what do you what do you think it was that was keeping um, other game developers that weren't Nintendo from making games for on Nintendo for the last two generations like the Wii U and stuff the, yeah the Wii and the Wii U the Wii kind of did it's just that for one the okay with the Wii the Wii just sold really well it did get a lot of third party mm -hmm. there was a lot of shovelware but also okay. yeah it, there I was mean, I mean when was, I say third party I mean like you know like good triple-a games yeah I mean a lot of games did get ported to the Wii mm -hmm. but they were very cut down just because the Wii wasn't it was it was just double the power of like a GameCube it was like everybody says it's two GameCubes taped together that's pretty <laughs> much it it was about as strong as an original Xbox like it they barely okay. upgraded it hmm. and so it was like there was games ported to it like there was like Call of Duty games on it and like big games yeah. like that they were always usually cut down and just like totally different a lot of times. Yeah, like they when uh, the third um, Destroy All Humans came out. Yeah, they uh, released a Destroy All Humans game, but it wasn't oh, yeah, the, the third the, one, the Big Willy one or whatever. Yeah, Big Willy Unleashed or something. <laughs> God, that was worse. That was worse than Path of Fear on, and that and Path of Fear on was a steaming fucking pile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just there was a lot of like shit ported to the uh, to the Wii. But, so I wouldn't say the Wii really had an issue, it's just the mm -hmm. Wii was just underpowered and like it had the motion control thing. Mm -hmm. And it's just funny because a lot of the best games on the Wii didn't really use motion controls that much. Yeah. Or, it usually, or at least not as like a major gameplay function, they didn't completely rely on it. It'd be like, oh, there's like, a lot of games were like, oh, they're 2D, like the Kirby and Mario's and stuff. And it's like, mm -hmm. oh, they're like 2D and you just play with the controller like this and sometimes you can like shake the controller. Mm-hmm. But... So I don't think the, the Wii didn't really have an issue besides, again, being underpowered. Mm -hmm. The Wii U sadly kind of carried that on, but it got a lot worse. As in, like, it was like too little too late because then Nintendo mm. was kind of playing catch up with like the 360 and the PS3. Yeah. Like right when the Later Xbox gone. One and PS4 were about to drop, you know, about to drop. Mm -hmm. And so the Wii U was only like marginally more powerful than like a 360. And so it couldn't really compete. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, it was better than a 360 or a PS3. It has games that show that it has more power than those. But it was like... So basically they just released the Wii U as a placeholder to keep people happy until they were able to get the Switch out. I mean... I don't think that's... That's kind of, that's kind of what it seems like. Like the... Yeah, but... I, Cause I think they just kind of... I don't think that's really what happened. Okay. I just think that like I don't know they just didn't really know what to do with it I feel like the switch is more what they wanted mm -hmm. to do at the time that the the Wii U came out but they didn't really they couldn't really fully realize it I think mm -hmm. maybe because the technology was too expensive and stuff like that they didn't have the right um, hardware to make it because the switch uses like the later like um, uses like an Nvidia chip Mm -hmm. that's uh, pretty good 
for what it is, like for like a little tablet thing like this, like this big, or however big the switch is. Um, and, you know, because they tried to they have the, the gamepad that you can move around and stuff. It's like, you can see that that's kind of where they were trying to go. But yeah, it was just like that, I don't know, the controller thing and I don't, even, I don't even exactly know what it was that people didn't like the Wii U besides, again, it just being kind of underpowered for when it came mm -hmm. out. And I think maybe people got kind of scared away because like a lot of the third party games that came out like early with the Wii, uh, the Wii U like kind of sucked as in like the ports weren't that great mm -hmm. or it was that's all it was was just ports of games that already had come out on like the 360 and the PS3. And so really just nobody cared. Yeah. I don't know. There just wasn't enough to get people to buy it. I don't I think people and also they mismarketed it really bad because a lot of people didn't even realize the Wii U was a separate system. They thought it was uh, like some kind of upgrade for the Wii the or something. The controller, yeah. Yeah, everybody thought it was like like some kind of upgrade. I did have to answer a lot of those questions at GameStop. Yeah, that's the thing. People were just really confused at what mm -hmm. it even was. Although, I will say, they made a shit ton of money on it uh, on the Wii U when they started marketing the fucking Amiibos. Oh yeah, that was a big Jesus thing. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh yeah, people go crazy over the Amiibos. I mean... People like collecting things. It's like Skylanders. Like people just love collecting those things. <laughs> don't don't get me fucking started on Skylanders, cause you don't you know they what you've seen what they did to Spyro, right? Oh yeah, no, I was just like, what the fuck have they done? I had to, and you you know my history with Spyro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you're a PlayStation kid. Yeah, they it physically hurt me. They. My coworkers thought I was insane when I started ranting about the goddamn Spyro um, uh, Skylander. Yeah, it was just like, oh man. Yeah, and then those games got really popular. I don't want to get off too much on yeah. rant about that. There's, you know, now there's all those like fucking games like that, like the. That's Lego a topic for another podcast. Yeah, all that stuff. But yeah, so anyway, I don't even know where I was going exactly, but the Switch is doing really well, and there's. All these new games are coming out for it, uh, you know, are being ported to it. L.A. Noir got ported to it. Um, I've oh, yeah. heard about what? Well, oh, you know what it was? I think it was all just rumor, but mm. people were talking about like, oh, if L.A. Noir does good, and this is the fun, and the big thing with L.A. Noir is this is like the first time Nintendo, mm. or I mean, Rockstar has put a game on Nintendo, and I, I don't even know if Rockstar's ever put a game on Nintendo before for this. Um. Not that I can think of. They, um, I mean, Manhunt, I Manhunt 2. Was that on? I am like, pretty sure Manhunt 2 was on the Wii. Oh, maybe. Um, yeah, I'd have to fucking uh, look into that or I'll look into it. Yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, it's, um, but yeah, uh, I'm interested to, if I can get my hands on it, I'm interested to play L.A. Noir on it just because, one, I want to play L.A. Noir again, but don't want to dig out an Xbox 360. Yeah, it's, uh, and it's supposed to be, like, the complete edition. Ooh. So I can play all the DLC that I didn't Yep, exactly, to buy. exactly. Yeah, no, I... I want another L.A. I know this is a slightly off topic, but... I want another, another L.A. Noir game. Mm -hmm. I really liked, I really liked that game. I know that it, we probably won't because 
there was a lot of uh, issues with uh, Team Bindi and mm-hmm. their uh, not-so-great work environment. <laughs> um, okay, um, not to derail you, but yeah. uh, I'm I, I'm a total idiot. I This is like, this list is reminding me. Okay, yeah, there was Grand Theft Auto games like on the, on the Game Boy and stuff. And then also you were right, Manhunt yep. 2 was on Wii. And Chinatown also, Wars was a DS game. Yeah, exactly. I total how yeah. How the fuck could I forget about that? That's like that game was super popular and did really well. And apparently it's really good. I haven't really mm-hmm. played it. I played it a little bit, but I, everybody says it's really good. And I remember that coming out. And also, uh, Bully was on Wii, which that's another Rockstar game that I actually want to play. But yeah, there's they've had games on Game Boy and stuff like the Grand Theft Auto. I feel like things. I can't want to play that, and I am gonna be mad. If that's the one of those games where there's no motion controls, because Bully seems like like the perfect game for motion controls. It probably does. I mean, it's on like we can, you know. There's a lot of systems we can play it on. I think yeah. it's on. I think it got ported to the PC. It's on 360. It's on I, PS2. I have it on my PS4. I bought it. Oh, did they remaster it on PS4? Uh, it's it was a uh, digital uh, on the arcade. Or okay. on the store. Okay. Yeah. Uh we should try that. Um But yeah, there's like stuff like that. we we might get like a, what I was yeah, what I was gonna say with that. We we're talking about Rockstar and the Nintendo. Yeah, but yeah, we might see like a possibly like a port of Grand Theft Auto Five on the Switch. Which okay. I mean just imagine Grand Theft Auto Five on the go. Mm-hmm. And you know, the big thing about with the Switch is that it's being portable, but and also these games are like full, the full game. You know, mm. Doom came out. The 2016 Doom came out. It's the will full game. and do these uh, with the Switch. Is there multiplayer? Uh, usually, I mean, I'm pretty sure like Doom has multiplayer. So uh, you could theoretically take GTA Online mobile. Yeah, if they if they if they were to include it in that port, if it happens, it's not been mm. announced or anything. But if it if they yes, they may include it. Hmm. Um, not, but again, not always, but I'm pretty sure Doom did. Doom included okay. multiplayer, and that's like a pretty big game. Uh, I was going to say Wolfenstein doesn't even have multiplayer, but on, I don't think that came out yet, but Wolfenstein, the new Wolfenstein, mm-hmm. the Wolfenstein 2, uh, is coming out on Switch, which is a pretty big game. Like, and that's like actually... You play a, that too. Yeah, and that's like a, you know, that's like a new, new game. That's not even a mm-hmm. port. I mean, well, it is a port, but you know what I mean. It's not. It's a new game. It's not something that came mm. out last year. Yeah. So yeah, it's well, doing really well. Technically, the tail end of last year, but whatever. Well, semantics. Uh, yeah. You, you know, oh. Whatever. I'm being a dick. All right. So. But yeah, Switch is doing really well. So. Moving there on. There is uh, hope for Nintendo. Oh yeah, they're doing. They're gonna. Uh, they're estimating that, or they, they want the the Switch to sell like. The we did, we don't know about that. You, you know, we can't say that, but it's doing really, many, really well. Uh, how many units did the we sell? A hundred million. <laughs> Fucking Christ! Yeah. If I'm not wrong, I'm pretty sure. I was just looking at that today. At some point, I'm pretty sure it was hundred million, about hundred, hundred five million, something like that. But um, yeah. So it's doing really well. So I mean, moving on, we can talk about DC. What's DC and will they fucking survive? I don't know. I I don't know. I mean, I think 
there's all there as long as there's DC comics, we're gonna get DC movies and uh -huh, superhero movies to some, ex to some, to extent. some extent. But this whole connected universe, DC uh, cinematic a, universe, whatever the fuck you want to call it, as far as the, I can tell, it's already mm -hmm. fucked. I mean, in terms of continuity yeah. between movies, I mean that's just completely out the door. They've pretty yeah. much abandoned that already. They yeah, and it I don't know. Like Nintendo trying to play uh, catch up with the Switch, that's exactly what DC's been doing. They're trying to play catch up with Marvel, and they they started what four years ago. And Marvel's just about to celebrate its tenth uh, anniversary for the its cinematic universe. Yeah, they're like way yeah way way behind. And the, I mean, the biggest nail in the coffin for them was their first entry into their own cinematic universe. Yeah, they like was Man kind of Steel. nailed their own coffin. Yeah. Man like really. You put Man of Steel out first. I I get wanting to put out a Superman film. Uh-huh. But that Superman film <laughs> I oh I can say a lot about Man of Steel and very little of it is good. <laughs> It's it, it's what I don't like Superman. I I don't, I don't like him that much. I think he can be done well, yeah. but in very certain conditions. Yeah, I agree. Generally, I don't care for Superman. Mm. I just think that he's like I guess you could say. I mean, he's an old superhero. Obviously, mm. he's like the original, basically. Yeah. So he's just I don't know. He's I don't know. I don't want to say overdone. It's just. He's dated, I guess. It's like it's hard to make him good, mm -hmm. or like make him interesting, I should say, compared to it's just like he doesn't have enough flaws. It mm -hmm. feels like. Yeah. And so I've never, you know, I don't hate Superman. I just mm -hmm. don't really care for him. I just think it's there's a lot of cooler. I just think there's a lot of cooler superheroes. There's just way mm -hmm. more like newer, just better superheroes, more interesting superheroes right. rather. I'll tell you what I like about Superman because I, I like the idea of Superman. The idea of what Superman represents. Mm -hmm. And that's something, one, something that needs to be in your portrayal of Superman. Completely fucking absent from Man of Steel. Yeah. Um, and, I don't know, I, I get what you mean by he doesn't have... He's not a flawed character, or he doesn't have enough flaws. And I kind of think that's what makes him interesting. And right. that, in and of itself, is his own flaw, because his flaw he, is that he has no flaws. Yes, mm -hmm. and he's acutely aware of that fact. <laughs> and it, it it it's this burden he kind of carries because people see him as a god, but he does not see himself as, that way. Mm -hmm. That. That's the kind of Superman stories I like. When it, it gets into his mind and the whole god complex he has to wrestle with. Yeah, I've, I've heard stuff about that that's interesting. But when it's person. just a you know two-hour punch fest, it, <laughs> or you know 24-page punch fest, depending on the Where medium. Where he's just basically completely unstoppable and just like, yeah. oh, I'm just invincible. It's just like, mm -hmm. oh, this isn't even... It's like playing a video game on easy. It's just like, I can't yeah. even be beat. It's not even fun. Or, just... you know, or even... Even if it's not just him being unstoppable, it's, you know, if he has a villain who can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with, 
Like, even then, it's like, okay. So he starts fighting, he thinks he has the upper hand, but the other guy pulls out a twist thing, and he's beaten, so Superman goes and finds a way to get better, and done. You know? Yeah. Every time. <laughs> yeah, it's like the same thing every time, basically. Yeah. I don't know. I also Lex I Luthor think comes and he's got some kind of new kryptonite Superman, gun. Honestly, I Superman works best when he's not solo. He he he's best when put or surrounded by other characters. Yeah, yeah. Like with the Justice League. Mm -hmm. Like the, the Justice League, League cartoons. Yeah. Like there were a lot of good super bit, uh, Superman bits in the Justice League cartoons. And it's because he was interacting with other characters mm -hmm. who weren't just, you know, Lois Lane, Perry Didn't they White. they kind of knock and... his power back a little bit in those two? Yeah. Also, that is something you kind of have to do to make him interesting, you know, knock yeah. him down a couple pegs. Yeah, like in the in the in all the Justice League cartoons, he was mm -hmm. always a little, like, they didn't make him, like, he wasn't just straight, you know, yeah, invincible. Just... Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, he's Superman. He but... wasn't God. Yeah, I mean, like I know I've read about that too. Isn't there like wasn't there like a point in early Superman where he just like he was just a god basically, just like he was completely unstoppable, like he yeah. didn't even have weaknesses anymore. Yeah, there there was a time because all right. So I know we're getting off topic from the DCU. We will reroute the train, but there there there's kind of a fun reason for Superman and all of his. And how he just got so unstoppable is because in the 50s, um, there is a psychologist, uh, Dr. Frederick Wortham, mm -hmm. who wrote a book called The Seduction of the Innocent. And it so was... This, wait, wait, wait. So is this book like a Superman book or is this just like a no, book? No, this is a, this is basically a medical journal that he okay. put out that's and... in a book, in book form. And it basically equated uh, comic books to childhood delinquency. Because, you know, after the war and we were focused on everything at home. This is something that happened in real life, right? Yes. Not this something is, that happened no, no, this, this is real life. This is okay. comic book history. Okay, I just, I just had to clarify yeah. that. I was, like, I was like, are you talking about an event in a Superman no, comic? No, no, no. Or, no, real life. No, okay. This is real life. This is, this is comic book history into how Superman ended up getting so powerful because of the writers. Okay. All right, so Frederick Wortham puts this book out, and it scares the shit crap of, out of the parents because delinquency was uh, going up. Um, yeah, people, kids just being idiots. Yeah, basically. you know, because it was the 1950s, and the parents were just, "Hey, see you when the streetlights come on. Do whatever the hell." Yeah, and, and but still, you know, super moral and whatnot because uh -huh. it's the 50s. So he basically uh, quite. He basically equates comic books to delinquency because all the kids getting picked up for delinquency were reading comic books. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Okay. And so it, it, it led to the Comics Code, which was basically mm. an organization of the comic book publishers mm -hmm. basically putting out uh, self-policing rules saying, this is what you can't do. Ooh, and... If you do any of these things, we will not print this book. And so this is stuff that like makes sure that comics don't mm -hmm. affect kids. Uh, the use okay. of uh, okay. the use of words horror and crime were gone. Mm -hmm. um, that got rid of like a lot of the EC horror comics mm -hmm. uh, from that day and age. Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. Uh, 
those started going away. Um, a lot of the, uh, you couldn't show crime in any uh, fashionable way. You couldn't make crime look good. You couldn't show characters in bed kissing. Whole shit ton of rules that came out of the 1950s. Yeah. And the superheroes had a really tough time with this because uh-huh. they, you know, they, they really couldn't show a lot of the crimes that, for them to fight. Hmm. So Superman, you know, so Superman started getting a lot more extraterrestrial stuff or... Uh-huh. They started focusing more on domestic things. And then, you know, Superman was just suddenly getting these, you know, fun little once a, uh, once an issue powers. Mm-hmm. And they just kept stacking and stacking. It's like, oh yeah, because now he's in this wacky scenario, and it turns out he has this power that can miraculously help. Like, <laughs> he, for, there was one where he could, like, shoot rainbows out of his fingertips. Like, just just stupid, bizarre shit like that. Yeah. And they, they just kept needing a, a fun thing for him to do. And it just kept getting added and added and added. Yeah, just like, oh, the mm. next, here's the next weird power that he's yeah. got. Yeah. And, oh, God. I mean, and Batman. Him during the Silver Age was... They're the Batman of many colors, where he had a different colored suit for every day of the week, and they were like bright, like neon. That was a thing. There was a zebra stripe Batman. Just cause? I mean, they had a you know story around why he needed to be wearing it, <laughs> but it made no goddamn sense. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there was uh, Bat Baby. He got turned into a baby. Batman got turned into a baby. <laughs> Okay. But he still had the strength of a Batman. Interesting. The Silver Age was a weird place. But we're, we're, we've derailed way too far, and we need to come back to the uh, DCEU. Okay, so that was it with the, the Superman thing? That's yeah. why he got crazy? Just That's like, why he got the crazy. The comics code, basically. Yeah, because people didn't know what to do with him. So they just kept giving him so powers they and doing So they just shit. threw everything at the wall, and it all stuck. Okay. Until, like, the end of the Silver Age, when they, uh... Did they, like, rewrite the comics code or, like, something like uh, that? The comics code ended around 2000. Uh, that's when it was finally disbanded. But they stopped, and I, I'll... I'm assuming they we'll, changed things a little bit. Yeah, we'll do, um... Yeah, yeah we, we'll, we should we'll probably do get whole, into that. In yeah, we'll do a whole thing. podcast, or a, a whole segment on that, because I could talk for hours about comic book history. Okay, yeah, so we should get back to the DC. Yeah. EU. Okay, so... Superman, not very good. Not a good way to start. No. Okay. So not a um, good way to start. And then, uh, so we got, and now we, then we got Batman vs Superman. For the record, I honestly have not seen any of them. Oh, actually, I've seen Suicide Squad, so mm-hmm. I'm wrong. But the rest of them, uh, I, I haven't. I haven't seen Man of Steel. I just haven't cared. I've never been a DC person like at all, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Batman's cool and all that. Like the Flash is cool those guys but i just don't really care that much compared to the marvel heroes and you know it's not just because marvel's popular that's just kind of always how i felt even before all the movies came out like way like you know since dc I was a kid. has icons marvel has characters yeah that's a good way to put it and plus just my dad like the comics that my dad had that i always read were mm. always marvel comics more yeah. so i mean he had superman and batman comics but 
there was more like Spider-Man and Hulk. Our parents were Marvel zombies, so we ended up. Yeah, like my dad was like my dad's favorite hero is like the Hulk. So we had a lot of Hulk comics. Like I said, he had Iron Man and the Hulk. Yeah, like I never would have guessed. I think it's because of the uh, that old like the what is it the sixties or seventies? Uh, yeah, show was the seventies I think. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, with with uh, Lou Ferrigno and mm. yeah, um, yeah he he was really into that. Um, so we really liked the Hulk. They changed uh, the his alter ego name from. Uh, Bruce Banner to David Banner because they thought the name Bruce sounded too gay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh wow. Um. But um. Yeah. So, where the fuck was I going with that? Um. Oh uh, yeah. Haven't so I haven't. Seen se- I haven't seen any of them. Um. But. I mean, I hear like decent stuff about Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. Um. But I don't know. Uh, yeah, you didn't see that one, did you? Um, not fully. I've seen bits and pieces. Yeah, I've seen bits and pieces here and there. Um, I, I mean, uh, I hear a lot of people say that. A lot of people thought that I like I um, was a good Batman. I guess. Um, I think he's fine. I want to. S- I'm. But isn't like, he like stepping I'm, away from that? I don't know. I I mean I've kind of heard that, but I also heard that he was doing a. He was going to be directing a Batman solo film that he was going to be starring in, and I want it. Because he also said he was going to make it rated R, and he knows how to direct. Uh-huh. I think he's a fine actor. I don't... Yeah, me too. I, I don't dislike him. Um, so, I think if... I don't know. The, the, most of the complaints I'm going to get... Uh, that he gets uh, for his Batman, I'm gonna put on the direction yeah. in Batman vs Superman, just cause I, I just was like wondering. I was like, one of the reasons I didn't see, it, I was like, I don't even know. But but yeah. then it's just like a really half-assed reason why they even fought. Yeah, it's just like I don't, something really I don't dumb. remember. The only thing I really hear about that movie is just it's them just trying to play catch up. They just yeah. threw in some dumb reason for all the superheroes mm-hmm. to get together and. They made the movie really fucking long, and then they're just like, okay, yeah. we're just setting, we're just gonna set no. everything up. They they just need, like, they're, I don't they're, I don't they're not know what they're slow enough. Yeah, they they're not. They're they're rushing too hard. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like if they wanted to, if they wanted to, I don't even. They should have they should have started fucking five years ago or more. Yeah, um, or even if they did start where they did, they needed to just take it slow. Put it because like Mar- they have really Marvel really Marvel didn't because Marvel really didn't even hammer in its whole connected universe thing other than the po other than post credits they didn't really hammer anything in yeah to you know they they weren't throwing in your face that uh, the Hulk movie that yeah. came out the same year as Iron Man mm. was in the same universe other than that post credit scene where Tony Stark showed up yeah. And then, you know, and then they just built like that until we got the Avengers. Yeah, I really think the it's only like... there was only one person who kept showing up in between, and that was Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I really feel like it's like if they're going to take this long to try to catch up, why didn't they? I don't, I'm not saying that DC should totally copy Marvel, but why didn't they look at what they were doing and how they were writing their movies and just 
base it on that. You know mm. what I mean? Like the way that they kind of had everything already figured out before they started making the movies and they had a roadmap and stuff. They didn't mm. do any of that. They just started, uh, let's just do whatever. Well, Fuck it. I Honestly, I think Man of Steel was already in production and when and they well, just they hadn't to do that. Yeah, and then they're just like, well, Marvel's that's really because they're like, that's really working. Because <laughs> it came out, I want to say it came out in 2013. Um, yeah, I, I think it came out in 2013. Oh, um, Man of Steel? Yeah. So a year I after, so, yeah. So it came out a year or two after The Avengers. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that's really when they started to notice what was up. Yeah. And from there, they were like, well, shit, now we have to now we have do to try something. To, yeah, try to catch up. And that's why they did Batman versus Superman. Uh-huh. And, I mean, it was a movie. Yeah. And then... And the next I didn't was... even realize Justice League had came out. Right. When I heard about it, people were like, oh, Justice League. I was like, that came out? What yeah. the hell? <laughs> what? Yeah. I was that... like, already? Yeah, that, that did just kind of sneak up on us. I was just like, what the hell? Um, but uh, after Batman vs. Superman was Suicide Squad. And you saw that one, actually. Yeah, I mean, I... I hear a lot of criticism about it, and I kind of wonder why. I mean, I guess I get it, like, people that are more, like, know more about the characters, mm-hmm. but I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was an enjoyable movie. Okay, so with no outside perspective, comic perspective, you thought it was... I, th- I thought it was... I thought it was a fun movie. Okay. thought the action was good, you know? I mean, the characters were cool. Um, you know, I thought the casting was pretty good. I don't, I don't know. I just... I thought it was decent. Okay. I, I mean, I enjoyed it, you know. It's yeah. a, for me, it's a turn off your brain and get really big. And I didn't movie. think that Jared Leto did a bad job. I mean, I didn't. I didn't think he did a bad performance. I just don't like Jared Leto. <laughs> I mean, he's a fine actor, but as a person, uh-huh. yeah, I, don't I don't like. I don't really know much about him besides that movie. So I mean, well, wasn't he like a singer in like, a band or something? Like, yeah, Thirty Seconds Mars, which yeah. is, again is a band I like. I like his work, but again, I don't like him just and because of the stuff I heard from the set uh-huh. of the Suicide Squad movie, like sending like dead animal parts to his coworkers. Yeah, he was like doing some being, weird like method acting shit that was yeah. like way over the top. And like I've heard just heard that he's just kind of like that yeah little, and yeah he's much yeah um i thought he had an interesting uh performance as the joker mm-hmm. i don't think it was bad i liked i liked the idea that they had going of uh you know taking the uh joker back to his roots as a gangster mm-hmm. just you know changing what gangster means in this day and age playing in bitches instead of you know tommy guns and uh-huh. you know fedoras okay so like updated yeah, yeah. they uh i liked his uh fucking purple ferrari <laughs> that was <laughs> yeah. that was pretty cool yeah um the cat so the casting was fine um i re i think it re- really needed another rewrite and uh mm. a completely different villain <laughs> <laughs> the villain made no sense to me. Like, why uh-huh. 
Honestly, the Joker should have been the villain. I. You think so? Alright, so how I would have done it is... Basically, the Joker pulls some, like, his biggest shit yet, you know? Some yeah. huge thing. You know, maybe even uh, Batman's assumed dead, you know? Mm -hmm. So, Amanda Waller has to bring in the Suicide Squad, and that's why she brings in Harley Quinn. Mm -hmm. You know, as someone who has that insight to the Joker. And that way we kind of get to see a... Um, you know, take a look into their the relationship between Harley and Joker, which is a really interesting relationship mm -hmm. that needs to be done well. <laughs> no glorifying or romanticizing it. It is a toxic, fucked up relationship. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm so tired of hearing people like, I want a Joker and Harley romance. Bitch, you don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but... And that way we would get to see the split between her and Joker, you know? Uh -huh. We would we would see her try and change sides, and then when she does, you know, Joker would do something to fuck her over, and that's how she would change throughout the movie. Yeah. And, you know, you can still keep the rest of this stuff, you know, for, uh, you know, the rest of uh, Deadshot and Boomerang and... Uh, El Diablo's arc, mm -hmm. you know, they, those don't have to change. Yeah. But why did we... The It's just the magic shit didn't... It felt out of place yeah. in what... I can't use the word toned down, but in a more realistic mm -hmm. setting. And then they just brought in, like, the mad... The magic, and it's like... They're weird, magic, autonomous zombie things. Yeah, just kind of strange. I don't know. I, I, it's because they didn't want to have the ma the heroes of the piece just slaughtering people, even though they are villains. Yeah. Yeah, they made a movie about villains and then forgot that they're villains. Yeah, exactly. It's like... Yeah, I guess that, that's a problem with it. Mm-hmm. But... If you can turn your brain off or just get really, really baked, <laughs> it's an enjoyable movie. But yeah, so I mean it wasn't it wasn't that bad, but I mean I like other... Captain Boomerang. <laughs> yeah, I mean I thought fucking Will Smith it was cool, you know? But um yeah, so I mean besides mm. oh, oh I do have one last and this is this is fucking nitpicking, but I do have one last issue with Suicide Squad. They wasted Adam Beach. He's one of my favorite actors. Mm. Um, he uh, he played Slipknot, mm -hmm. the the guy with the ropes. Who, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He oh, he, yeah, sho he shows up like, oh, and yeah, get right. Captain Boomerang tricks him into trying to go just to test the bomb theory. Oh yeah, yeah. And he just fucking dies. Yeah, he's a great act. He was kicking wing. In oh Joker. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, yeah. kicking. They and they just fucking wasted him. <laughs> like thirty seconds on screen. Bye. You're dead. <laughs> oh, I was because I didn't know he was in it at all until I saw the movie there in the theaters. I'm like, oh shit, he's in this. Awesome. Oh. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. And, um. 
It's it's a decent movie. But mm. to to speed through the DCEU thing, we've been talking about this for a while. So um, yeah, I don't know. Aquaman or well, actually, okay. So Wonder Woman did pretty good. Um, and that that's I enjoyed good. I enjoyed Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was a uh, it was a really good movie. Um, I really don't have any complaints mm-hmm. about Wonder Woman. Yeah, that seems to be like the one that's kind of doing the best right now. I think that's yeah. why DC is talking about doing more separate movies. Which is smart. Yeah, which is probably smart because I think that's mm-hmm. definitely the better direction for them to take right now. I mean, because and, they, know, they can't, ahead. they're not going to catch up with Marvel. Yeah. It's and not go happen. ahead and throw in references to the other movies. Yeah. You know, that's fine. Like, you know, in uh, the second Thor movie, yeah. uh, you know, Chris. Uh, him? Oh wait, which one is it? Chris Evans. Yeah. Uh, showed up for literally five seconds of screen time. Yeah. Uncredited, as Loki being pretending to be Captain America. <laughs> you know, like stuff like that is fine to show that they're the movies are connected. Yeah. But don't just force five other characters into your you know movie. Yeah. Just because they're gonna be in the next couple movies. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay, and then to end the DC mm-hmm. thing, Aquaman. What um, do you think? It's supposed to come out later this know. year. I don't know. I didn't see Justice League, um, so I didn't really get to see Jason Momoa's performance. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. I like Aquaman. Yeah, I'd like to see. I I like the I grizzled, guess... bearded Aquaman even yeah. uh, the most, and that seems like what they're going for. So Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. Probably... Never, I don't know, Aquaman's Aquaman. They've made him a little bit cooler in more recent times, you know? So. Aquaman, no. People give Aquaman shit. Yeah, and well, that's what I'm saying. Undeserved shit. And he was just, well, yeah, I mean, I guess people just give him shit probably because there was like... Aquaman's a fucking badass, and it's all, no, it's it's fucking Super Friends' fault. Yeah, exactly. There's that, and then like the fucking that game on the Xbox. PS2. Oh god damn. That game that literally we went to your like your cousin's house and we stayed we stayed Mm -hmm. at your cousin's house when we were kids and he had a projector and it was held up by a sealed copy of Aquaman that he told us he had gotten for Christmas and he never played it. He didn't even know that it was a bad game. But he didn't even have the curiosity to open it and try it. <laughs> we were like, oh yeah, dude, this is like one of the worst, this is like uh, infamously one of the worst games ever made. And he was just like, oh, he's like, yeah, he's like, I just didn't really care. And he's like, I got it for Christmas. And I was like, oh, Aquaman, whatever. And then he like, let us play it. Yeah. It was pretty I think bad. we demanded to play it. We were like, it. we have to play this. He's like, oh yeah, I don't care. So yep, we opened it and played it and it was fucking terrible. Oh, up is down, down is left, left is diagonally to the north. Yeah, just like, I don't even, yeah, the controls were totally fucked, it just sucked. It's just an empty map. It was, yeah, it was just terrible. I don't even really remember much about it besides it just being really bad. The controls were bad, the graphics were bad. Yeah, I mean, I think they were passable, but like, you know, yeah, it was pretty bad. Just overall, just terrible. Mm. But yeah, I digress. Um... Uh, DCEU, I hope it can pull together, but it's uh, not looking all that great right now. Yeah. We'll see about Cyborg and all that. 
Um, I mean, Shazam might be cool. I mean, The Rock as Black Adam. Yeah, I mean, at worst, we get another Wonder Woman. But I don't... Yeah, which would, wouldn't be a, the worst thing in the world. Yeah. I mean, and I don't mean as in Wonder Woman 2, but I just mean in quality. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But is... <laughs> Is one or two more movies enough to save it? Like, I, I, I need... Maybe I need to crunch the numbers, but how good is Justice League doing? Yeah, I don't know. I actually haven't... Probably should have looked that up, but uh, I don't know how their sales are doing. I don't mm -hmm. think it's great. Yeah. I don't know. I would think that they're rigging even, but at least. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I they're, just... they're not doing Marvel numbers. No, they're really not. And they're not getting screens like Marvel does either, you know, because Marvel always takes up half the fucking theater, mm -hmm. and they're out for a long time. I mean, Thor's still out. Yeah, that Thor came out is, in November. Yeah, still in some theaters. Um, but yeah, hopefully they do all right. All right, and finally, we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about uh, survival games. We uh, mostly just because we've been playing uh, the forest. Uh, early access on Steam right now, uh, and it's good. I played it like a couple years ago when it was in earlier access. Um, Wait, so how long has this game been out? Because I've I just found out about this like in the last couple. It's been days. out for I think when I it's been out for two or three years. Just in alpha. Or well, like early beta, access. alpha, yeah, okay. in early access, a lot of games have been a lot of survival games. That's one of the things about survival games. Most of them are on PC. At least a survival game like The Forest, or if you're not familiar with that, um, there's Ark Survival. Uh, there's uh, Minecraft. Minecraft kind of started the whole survival thing. There's games like Rust. Uh, there's a space game called Imperion. A lot of these games we will talk about here in a minute. Uh, no Man's Sky is kind of a survival game. Uh, sort, kind of, sort of. Uh, but th th anyway, the survival games, like I'm saying, early access, a lot of them. Uh, and when I'm talking survival, I'm talking about like Resident Evil. I'm talking survival like you have to cut down trees and you have to hunt for food and you have to, you know, you have to like forage and build bases and stuff like that. A lot of times uh, world um, modification or uh, I can't think of the word right now. Um, just whatever, like Minecraft, you can like mine into the ground and stuff and, and, uh, you know, dig, yeah, you, you can dig and you can do stuff like that. Most of the world is made out of, made out of voxels, which is like a technical term, um, for like different terrain. I don't even know how to describe it right now. Cause I haven't, I haven't been reading up on it recently, but yeah, it's like dynamic, uh, terrain mm. and stuff like that. Like again, in like Minecraft, but more detailed in a lot of these games. Where it's like, you know, more realistic looking. Yeah. Things like Rust is like that. I, oh, no, actually, I don't think Rust is like that. That's more like, um... <sighs> shit, what's like that? It doesn't really matter right now. Um, Imperion is like that, actually. Where you I'm can just, uh, manipulate the uh, The environment. Yeah, the terrain. And you can, like, make it flat or, like, mm -hmm. and you can build on it and stuff. But anyway, like... So yeah, they're pretty interesting and fun games. Uh, the Forest, uh, going back to The Forest, um, yeah, we played that. Like I said, I played it a couple years ago. I mean, it's still kind of the same game. There's just more. Um, I believe it's coming up on a full release uh, sometime this year, they said. Uh, they announced that recently. Okay. And they're also talking about, um, I believe, an Xbox One and PS4 version. Maybe oh, not nice. Xbox One. Maybe, one, maybe it's one or the other, but... 
yeah, they're talking about a console release. And uh, yeah, it's a it's a pretty good game. I don't know. What do you think? Since um, we played it yesterday. I've I've been enjoying it. Um, uh-huh. It. It, it really did, especially at the beginning, it really did remind me of Minecraft. Uh-huh. Like, you know, grab, grab an axe and start chopping down some trees. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, it's it's really interesting. Um, if you like... And it, it, it's got a nice horror element to it that yeah, I do definitely. like. Because it, it gets terrifying if you're out harvesting, like, lumberjacking at night. And suddenly... It's pitch black. You can't change the gamma. Like, you can't brighten it. Yeah, th- that's one of the things I noticed, too. I'm like, it's so dark, and you can't, yeah. you can't turn up the brightness. Like, you can't make it so, try to, like, turn it up and cheese I mean, it. And, maybe, like, maybe if you did, like, from the TV? I don't think that would, that would, that wouldn't help. It would just make okay. the image more washed out. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so it, it's pitch black, like you're actually in the forest at night. And there's mutant cannibals coming at you. Yeah, you're hearing them like, and all of a sudden, just yeah. fucking hillbilly and, laugh, and yeah, and you just have to it, book it. Yeah, the horror element is is pretty mm-hmm. great. The AI is really good. Yeah, as in like they 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 kind of learn and they like mm-hmm. they adapt and they change based on your behavior. Katie's uh, Katie started playing today. Yeah, she uh, when when she left, she was at day seventeen. She had only uh, seen she had only seen two cannibals uh, up until I started playing her character for a little minute. Where I ran. like the course of seventeen days, that character only saw four uh, cannibals, and she uh, we we've just been running from them. We uh-huh. haven't been trying to fight. Yeah. And they kind of leave you alone after you get far enough away, and you don't fight them. Yeah, because I remember like, that one time when me, you, and Chris were playing, mm-hmm. we we hit them a couple times and ran, and they chased us for a while. Yeah. So the AI is, it, it's really good. Yeah, it it adapts, it like learns, mm-hmm. um, and it's interesting. And yeah, they it's like they notice stuff like that. There's like people talk about like. If if one of them if you're if you do attack them, uh, if you don't kill all of them, because sometimes they'll run, mm-hmm. and it's like they run back and like tell them like where they're at, and it's like they their attacks will get more aggressive. There will be more of them. Like that happened with when me and Chris were playing, hmm. just me and Chris. Uh, we were playing, and it was like every day. It started like not okay. So in the first couple days, they would only come come at night. But basically, every single day, they started getting more aggressive. There'd be more of them, and they started attacking us in the day. And again, they would have more of them, bigger, like bigger ones, like the big chief guys with the things mm-hmm. on their backs, and like these big, like weird, like arm, like monstrosities. They just look like a bunch of limbs all put together, and they're really big, and they can like tear your walls down really quick. Mm. And yeah, just like they got extremely aggressive. They would attack you on sight. Like, not even, like, uh, like the way they kind of do, like, where mm-hmm. they're kind of, like, hesitant. But, like, maybe, like, they would just straight run at us. Oh, God. Like, just got really aggressive. Hmm. But it's, like, yeah. But it's, like, if you're passive with them more, you kind of run away. You don't really attack them. Then it's, like, they kind of, like, learn that. Mm-hmm. And stuff. And, like, yeah, like you said, she was there for days, and they didn't even really bother her. Yeah. But, like, again, we were just getting attacked, like, every day. So, yeah, it's a really good game. And uh, it's coming up on full release. And 
but I'm not, there's like a, we gotta try Imperion. You gotta try Imperion with me. Mm -hmm. Um, and that game's like if if nobody's if you haven't heard of it, it's not a super popular game, so you probably haven't heard of it. Uh, it's like No Man's Sky, but good. <laughs> was No Man's Sky really that bad? It was just disappointing. People had too high of expectations. Peter uh, Monolue syndrome. Kind of. Uh, yeah. Well, I hear a. One of the big things that I heard about it, about why people say that it did it bombed so bad, was okay. Well, for one, there was like some features that they said the game was supposed to have, mm -hmm. or they you know they claimed it was gonna have, and it just didn't. Straight up, just did not have mm -hmm. when it came out. But other than that, it got overhyped for what it was. Like basically, Sony like pumped the game up like marketing wise. Like yeah, this like it's gonna be some big game. And it was made by an indie studio, and Sony didn't help them. Like, they didn't give them any money. They marketed the shit out of a game, this big, huge, mm. like, ambitious game. Oh, yeah, exactly. It was only going to be, time. like, this little kind of experiment, almost. Because, like, it's not really, like, an action game. It's an adventure game. It's an exploration game. And there really, there isn't all that much to do. Mm. You just kind of go to planet to planet. It was more like, it was more like a tech demo. I mean, with a game yeah. elements put in it. Um, and people just expected so much more. They thought there was just all this mystery. There's all this mystery and stuff surrounding it, and then people had so high all, all these crazy thoughts and expectations, and it just that's just not ever what it really claimed to be. Yeah. And Besides the fact that I mean, I guess that maybe they they put the nail in their own coffin with like sur surrounding the game in so much mystery, but they were doing that because it's an exploration game. They don't want to spoil everything before the game fucking comes out. Yeah. You know, they want it to be. A, an exploration experience and it just but people expected so much more I guess mm -hmm. um, I mean they were just like oh they just were expecting it to be fucking I don't know like Halo or something just like some crazy action game but it's just not it's just not what yeah. it is but I mean they've kind of they've been trying to write their wrong I guess you could say because people are like some of the features that they said were gonna be in it they have actually updated they've been they've been updating the game and adding so features to it building on it they are yeah um, People thought they were gonna abandon it or that it was abandoned because mm -hmm. I guess it didn't get updated for a little bit after it came out. But they have been actively developing it and updating it. So they've been trying, mm -hmm. I guess. Uh, it, that, so maybe in a year or two, there'll be a full game. Yeah, like the, the reviews, like on Steam, the reviews have improved because they have a new system on Steam like where it has, it'll say, I mean, I guess it's relatively new, not like super new, but they have a system where now people, when they rate games, it'll say, um, it'll be like, it'll say like the overall ratings, like mm. of all time since the game came out, like it'll be like, you know, positive, negative, mostly positive, mixed, all that. And, but then it also has like recent reviews because there's so many like early access and games that get updated so that people, you can say, oh, the overall reviews, like on No Man's Sky, I believe right now it's overwhelmingly negative, uh, on the, but then it's like mixed now or something a little bit better on recent reviews. I remember at one point, I believe it was it had gotten to the point where it was positive on the recent reviews. And I think recent reviews are like within the last like three months or something like that. Okay. So, but it's a good system because it lets you know that, uh, like that maybe the game's improving. Uh, you can see, you can see that people are like saying yeah. that the game is, is getting better. Well, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, cause I was pretty excited about it. I almost, I almost pre-ordered it, mm. which would have been a fucking mistake. <laughs> Yeah. 
I mean, sadly, I mean, I, but maybe one day I'll buy it on sale. Maybe. Because I, and I still want to check it out just out of pure curiosity. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Just because I do like exploration style games, you know, and that's one of the big things too, is a lot of people are disappointed because I think, I think the general populace likes action games, mm -hmm. I would say, but that's not what it is. And I think that's why so many people were like, eh. So, Which, you know, that might be a reason why survival games haven't really been explored in, like, the AAA space mm -hmm. so much. Because they're more, like, they're slower, usually. Yeah. I I mean, and it could just come back to, the, you know, those AAA companies just not wanting to take that risk. Yeah, which is probably why. You know, like, mm -hmm. that's why most survival games are, like, early access on mm -hmm. Steam. They're, like, they're all betas, basically. Yeah. For the most part. Not a lot of them have really been released. Uh, there's like which it is sad because you know some, and some of these games are pretty good the four like the forest yeah. is doing pretty well so that's not not too bad um and i'm glad to hear that it's going to get a full release but mm. there's so many other yeah and there's there's all these other good titles like there's like there's another one called seven days to die that's a pretty good one it's kind of like a sur mm. sur zombie uh it's like daisy kind of like that but uh it, it's in like a procedurally generated map Hmm. Like it makes cities and stuff, and you got yeah, you got to go into the cities and loot. And there's like zombies around, and uh, it's survival. And yeah, Daisy's another one. I I can't believe I forgot about Daisy. Daisy is a great game, or was. I don't know. A lot of people hate it just because it's been in fucking alpha for fucking ten years. Um, like to play Daisy. I haven't played that one yet. Yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. Um, I have it on on Steam. We should we should try it. Okay. Or we should play it together. Um. A lot of people are getting fed up with how long Daisy has been taken in development, but I, I'll say this: like, I got PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds because I thought it would be a similar experience to Daisy, which in some respects it is, but Battlegrounds is more of a is a very quick mm -hmm. game. Yeah, Daisy is unlike anything I've ever played in terms of the experience I've had, mm -hmm. the tension that I've felt, which is, I mean, you know... Because, like, you can work together with people, but those same people you're working together with, they can, at a drop of a hat, just betray you and take your shit, right? Basically. And also, it's a game where, like, like I said, Battlegrounds is a lot quicker of a game. The matches mm -hmm. are only so long, whereas Daisy is, like, a permadeath, like, and the, there's so much tension because it takes so long. Like, you mm -hmm. could spend hours looting and, like, you know surviving and finding gear and stuff and then you just be dead like that and you're done your guy's dead you lose all your shit that's new it. character yep and so like i'm not gonna get into it right now because we've been talking for so long but like we we that that right there daisy and survival stuff with that could be a whole other thing because i've had some some very unique uh experiences that i will never forget in daisy like stories that are crazy Daisy is, yeah, like I said, I'm just, I'm sad that it's, you know, in fucking development hell, basically, and just fucking barely, I mean, it gets updated, and it's going to get updated, and everything like that, it just takes so long to get updated, but it's a great, it's a good experience, it's a very, very interesting, different experience, it's, it's very unique, okay. but yeah, survival games, I mean, I totally got off topic on just like the games that I was talking about. Yeah. Um, because I wanted to talk about them being. Yeah, whatever. The AAA games that there hasn't been a lot. Metal Gear. There's a new Metal Gear Survive game. I guess that's kind of like a survival game. I don't know what level of survival in terms of my 
thoughts on yeah. survival like again gathering and doing shit like that well, I guess to draw up a uh, list of rules for what makes a uh, survival game a true survival game yeah and differentiated from the survivor surviving survival action genre yeah which is yeah yeah totally totally different kind of like uh what's that other one the fall far cry is it primal yeah the the caveman beast master yeah it's like sort of survival but not like it's not like forest or like rust survival mm -hmm. rust is another one it's a, that's a pretty decent one made by the same man uh made by the same guy who made gary's mod gary newman <laughs> really yeah gary newman yeah hmm Okay. Yep, Gary's Mod by Gary Newman. Um, Isn't he like a singer? I mean, not there, I, there not is the a singer who, named Gary Newman. I don't believe. That's no, the, Randy Newman. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, but he made. Uh, yeah, he made Rust. That was like his game after he was pretty much done with Gary's Mod. Um, and that game is pretty fun too. Okay. Imperion. Oh, I was going to go back to Imperion because I was talking about No Man's Sky and I was going to talk about Imperion. Imperion is like No Man's Sky, but better in a sense. Some people might not think it is, I guess. I don't know. It's it's a, it's different, but it's a lot like it. And it has a lot of stuff kind of like people wanted from No Man's Sky. Um, it's not as big, obviously. No Man's Sky is like nothing else in terms of the procedural mm -hmm. generation. Like huge, huge, like planet-sized planets. Mm -hmm. And like totally procedurally generated creatures and stuff. Imperion's a lot, made by a lot smaller team. Not that No Man's Sky wasn't made with, by a small team, but Imperion's an even smaller game. And, uh, you know, the creatures in that aren't procedural and stuff. The planets are procedural. They follow certain biomes and stuff. And like the maps are... Generally, the, the maps are like procedurally generated or people put in variables and it makes different maps as in, maps as in like galaxies, mm -hmm. you could say, because that's another thing. Like No Man's Sky is an entire like universe mm -hmm. or whatever, like an, a whole, you know, universe, whereas uh, Imperion is like a solar system, okay. more or less. Uh, it's like there's like a star and then but there can be like a lot of planets there'll be like mm -hmm. 20 planets or something like that or 20 maybe, planets or like, and every planet has four moons stuff like that or maybe less maybe mm -hmm. there's like six or seven planets but then there's also like moons and stuff um and they're not like when you actually go down into the planet it's got the it's got the uh the seamless like going down on the planets and stuff but the planets aren't quite as big like you can walk all the way around mm -hmm. the planet it wouldn't take you like fucking a week in real time <laughs> Um, and it's just and like all the creatures are pre-made and stuff and but then mm -hmm. they and then they have different like points of interest that are like pre-made but they're like randomly spawned on the planet and stuff but it's really fun to go around and like create like ships and then go around and explore or like you know just flying off to other planets and because it's like a full survival game like I said you have to eat and drink and like mm -hmm. and like you start off like you're in like a an escape pod and you crash onto a planet and then it's like you gotta like make a little base and and try to like uh you know gather materials and then make a like a, a capital vessel and get up and get the materials that you need to warp and then get up and like you know go to other planets and you know just survive basically there's no real end game since it's like most survival games don't have an end game generally it's just kind of like survive build up and make a really big ass base you know 
besides like advancing through tech trees with upgrades and things like that and getting mm -hmm. better items it's like there's not really an end game okay. just kind of survive it's kind of the same thing like with arc back when that came out like me and chris and uh gabe played that for fucking we played that shit hard like right like right after it came out and it was funny because we were playing it like in alpha basically like we put we bought it like two or three days after it came out and it was like i don't even know how we played it so hard because that shit was like damn near unplayably bad i mean really? not like bad like the game was bad mm. like we were like totally it was like it was broken <laughs> like the enemies would like rubber band back and forth and oh, shit God. and like and it was like it was so bad because like it was like you know it was like permadeath kind of a thing you die mm -hmm. you respawn you're done like but like and it was like we're like trying to kill stuff and it's like rubber banding everywhere and it's like we need to fucking kill this because we need like it's meat and it's hide and shit we need these materials badly like we're dying mm -hmm. and then you kill it and it fucking like flies away like the body just like was like it's just gone you're like oh my god no yeah you're like fuck and you're like dying it like hit you a few times and you're about to fucking die but yeah survival games are fun oh yeah we're gonna have to explore them more since like i said they're like more of a pc thing and you've been mm -hmm. i'm just starting to uh dip my toe into uh the pc world so yeah we'll, we'll definitely play some more of those and we'll probably talk about them again uh in the future oh definitely yep we'll, we'll talk about those we got like shit. We got so much. We got so much stuff we didn't even get to that we could have talked mm. about. But I had more. a whole rant planned. That I had to cancel that. Yeah. Oh, and also I guess I got to address. We were saying that we were gonna watch Thor, but we didn't see that. And well, we had so much other stuff to talk about anyway. So it, I mean, it's fine. Mm. Uh, and we just we just didn't get to see it yet. Yeah. We were planning we'll get there. to, but we will see it. We will talk about it. You know, we'll talk about Marvel in the future. I don't know exactly what we're going to talk about next time. I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk about. But yeah, so that's going to wrap up um, episode survival. Two. Yeah, episode two, survival. And uh, tune in next time. Thanks uh, for listening. Yep.